I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Scene Through Glass. I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And you can watch us each week. We hope you enjoy the episode. Well, everyone, welcome to 2024. We're back. We are back. We've we've been away for a long time, uh, so long, we forgot how to do this. Or or at least I forgot how to do this. No, you'll be all right, mate. No, no, no. But we should be honest with people. because Very honest. We did actually already record our first episode back from our winter's break. Yep. uh, But I had to put it in the bin. So we're doing it again. (laughs) Would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen why you had to put it in the bin? Well, two things. So firstly, I'd got the camera angle wrong. I cut mm. myself out, which maybe wouldn't have been a disaster. No, that's done everyone a favour. <laughs> yeah, people would have been happy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then also there was like a weird humming on one of the microphones. Like, that was me. I was having to sing to myself. Because uh, you were so through. bored. Yeah, I was bored listening to you. I'm going to get it this week as well. Well, as you know, and as I think most of the audience now know, I'm a perfectionist. And I, I just couldn't, as our first episode back from our winter's break, I couldn't just let that one go out. So I said, Tony... I'm sorry, we've got to do it again. It's always so weird because you are such a perfectionist, but you buy like the worst cars in the world, but you're a perfectionist. It's like the most peculiar thing in a person. We so are. Odd. I don't actually know how. I think we're like two <laughs> minutes into the episode, maybe less. Got it on it. And you've just straight away tried to just go in on me. And that's especially painful considering that one of our first offers is going to be my new car, which I'm almost nervous to bring up. But anyway, we are back. Uh, we did have a, yeah, a sort of prolonged winter's break for a number of reasons, um, but, but we're back and we're ready for what is hopefully going to be an epic 2024. You guys were amazing in 2023 supporting this show. We did some awesome stuff, obviously finished the year strong, strong in Australia, uh, but we got bigger and better plans for this year. So we're going to do that cliched YouTuber thing and say, stay, stay tuned. Go big or go on. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which no? was my motto about three years ago. So oh. we've got to think of a new one. I think we're just, we're just going big. Well, you've we're not made it now, home. mate. I have made it. You, 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 you might as well just shut the channel now. Retire. The main, the main channel, just shut it. Yeah. Completed it. Well, let's come back to that in a second. Um, uh, those of you that are watching, uh, you may notice we're not in our usual studio surroundings today. No. That's because, as I say, I, I fluffed up the recording and yeah. Tony didn't have time to come back to the studio. So we're here at your new... What is this? This is the handover bay? Yeah, this is so... Uh, re, I restructured the business last year. I'm glad I did now as well. So we just got rid of a load of overheads. So we come out the bigger unit that we had. Um, there's an office behind the camera. 
Uh, this is a new handover bay. So um, we've got a big compound now because everything's, we're an internet business, mate, now. So half the people we sell cars to don't even meet them anymore. They don't even come here. So um, there was no need for a big glitzy showroom. There's no, it wasn't a showroom anyway. But no, it was a, it was a, it was a big unit, but, but uh, you know, hole. I made the, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> literally, do you want to swap seats? <laughs> but, li but literally I made a decision eight or 10 years ago to move into unit because that was the way that the world was going with the internet and stuff. So, you know, when you run a business, it's all about keeping your overheads down. So we restructured a little bit last year because obviously we knew about the downturn coming. I'm glad I did now as well, to be honest. And uh, actually, this is better. This is miles better the way that we run now. So not all cars are on site anymore. They're very, very local, but they're in a compound locked away. So they're actually safer because they're not here. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it just suits us loads better. Yeah, well, so. for the for the audio listeners, it, it is. It's like a small room i guess it's a very yeah, small yeah. building we've got a, a lovely range of a sport svr pipe behind us which is part of tony's stock as he mm -hmm. mentioned there's a there's a little office behind the camera which is a bit warmer than it is in here but we'll move past that <laughs> um but it's great man i think it's super cool you've got the big old latham steel security doors yeah the we had front. them so, installed yeah, yeah, yeah you might remember they were a big sponsor for our australian tour and you actually got their doors installed but no one's um, getting in here yeah literally <laughs> we, we attacked all their doors with sledgehammers you, never got through them well, you, so you got better chance knocking a wall down yeah yeah literally, actually that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to nick any of Tony's stock, just come with the bulldozer just and knock down come the, through the, wall. the walls before the doors. <laughs> the door, yeah. um, but no, it's super cool. And actually, just on audio listeners, from next week onwards, uh, the audio versions of these episodes will go live earlier than the video episodes. And they'll also be extended cuts. So essentially, I know lots of you like to listen to these podcasts in the car or on your headphones on the way to work and things like that. We want to amplify your experience a little bit because we've been focusing on YouTube so much in the last mm. 12 to 18 months. So yeah, essentially it'll be Tuesdays or Wednesdays. So a day or two early, the audio will go live and there'll be slightly extended versions. And then the normal video episodes will go out as they always have done midday on Thursday. And that would have happened this week, by the way, but Sam fluffed it. Yeah. <laughs> gnaws it up <laughs> <laughs> but potentially not the last time this year let's oh, face it you no, know. no this happens fairly often yeah. <laughs> you would think we'd yeah. be or at least i'd be a pro at this point but yeah five or six years in i'm still making mistakes it's so, so funny as well i'm a human when, <laughs> it's so funny as well because when i spoke to him yesterday he was talking about other stuff and he said oh mate i've got something to tell you right at the end of the call right at the end of the conversation the and i always know when he's got something to tell me that's disappointed because his voice his note and his voice changes slightly and i thought I know what he's done. I, I know what he's going to say. And he said, uh, we've got to do the episode again. And immediately I said, you didn't press record, did you? Because that's normally what happens. It he is. did press record. He just gnaws it up. Yeah, gnaws it up. Perfectionist, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, here we are. And people will be excited we're back. And it's exciting to be in your new space. And we've got lots of exciting things to talk about. Yeah. And I suppose we should kickstart with, I guess, the the biggest news on the main channel that there's been for quite a long time. Yeah. My challenge for dying. I know, mate. And well, this I, is old news for you. Well, but yeah, I mean, you bought it about a year ago, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you've been talking about it since I've known you. I've known yes. you eight years now, and you've been rattling on about that car since I've known you from day one. So um, I've seen it. You have. You've seen it. So yeah. I, so okay. Let's paint a bit more of a timeline. I I, I mentioned it a little bit in the reveal video. Mm -hmm. I have owned the car for for a bit of time. It was pre Christmas. Then a lot of things were going on in my life. Pre COVID, it was. It, pre <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel like the right time to 
film it and reveal it. And also I wanted to just live in the moment. Like you said, it's a car I've been talking about for, for 10 years on the channel. And I just wanted to be present in the moment and just get used to the car. Just be like, oh my God, I got, before I then try to film it all. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to, before you saw it, let's go back to when I told you I was bidding on the car and then eventually won it. What were your actual thoughts? Because... <laughs> It obviously, as most people know, I think if you've watched the main channel video, the car's not the most perfect no. version. It's not like a delivery mileage, immaculately well kept. You know, it hasn't moved for 10 years. No. So yeah, what what, what did you think? Well, well, I thought when you was telling me he's flapping because you were genuinely flapping. I've got a voice note. I think I've got a voice note. You said, uh, uh, mate, I've been on a challenge to Darling and there's like two hours to go and I'm the highest bidder. <laughs> like, And you could hear it in his voice. I just don't know what I'm going to do. He's like really flapping. So, um, and then you went, I won. Yeah. I think, won. You, I think you were the first person I text. I think uh, before I told my wife, who I banned to the other room, because yeah. she was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, you don't need to know. <laughs> go, go away. I think I texted you being like, oh man, I, yep. I won. <laughs> like, what? I won. And that's not the first time that's happened, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I normally know about his car purchases before anyone, yeah, because he yeah. flaps when he tells me. <laughs> we got the old McLaren story that we've told many times before. Um, there's obviously loads of others. Um, but first of all, I was genuinely pleased for you, because you've obviously bought your dream car that you've, add on, a, you know, as your poster car, you've always spoke about it. So fair play to you, mate. I mean, I'm made up for you that, you, that you've managed to purchase your, your dream car. You come here in it. The first thing I said when you got out, and I actually <laughs> I didn't realise that I said it. You opened the door, I went, what a piece yeah. of... <laughs> you went, that's the biggest pile of crap I've ever seen. I thought, I... To be honest, there's nothing else I would have preferred you to say. Yeah. Um, but it did slightly kill me, because I was like, I... <laughs> You know, I, I understood where you were coming from on the Moderna. Like, you were cutting me to the core. But I was like, okay, like, it's a car that you But, like, come on, this is a challenge for Dali. Surely you're not going to slag off this thing. But but actually, when you got out, I I was only one. Yeah, you up, mate. thank it's, God. I would have it, really cried. It, <laughs> it's, a, it's a proper, proper bit of kit. And even, like, when I saw you pull in in it, the noise, the way it looks, like, it, it does look really special you like you can tell it's a special car you know it's got so, so such a different presence doesn't it to uh, the modern which is amazing like well, when you think and, and it's really only having spent time with it over the last few weeks and walking up to it and leaving it that it's really hit me just how yeah. different the look and feel is and i i think a lot of people most of our audience and, and the main channel audience know this um but i have seen some comments being like is it really that different to the to the yeah, modern yeah. it is night and day it yeah. honestly is such a different car and 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 visually alone before you even get into turning it on and driving it away so um yeah no look i'm i'm, I'm glad i put it down so you can have a yeah. look at it. You're going to be seeing a lot more of it, especially when we do the Mille Emilio in it uh, later <laughs> this year. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but, Are we uh, going to do that in the 1940s one? Yeah, oh, oh. mate. <laughs> do you know what? There's a big part of me that is so tempted to sign you up without telling you to, like, the original Mille Emilia, the one in, like, the pre-1960s cars. Do it in, like, a... I don't even know what some of those cars are, but an old... On a Bentley blower or something. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? That, we would die. Oh, mate. We nearly died last time. But I think if we do one of those events again, which I am tempted to do, by the way. Okay. 
I think maybe we should either flip it so that you're the driver and I'm the co-driver, or at least we share the driving. We share the driving. I think that's got to happen. Yeah. Well, last time we were meant to share the driving, but obviously my driving license issue stopped that. Yeah. So you had to do all the driving. <laughs> and that's not that Tony was banned or anything like that. He didn't have like a shadow ban. He just literally forgot to renew the physical uh, card. Uh, yeah. Um, and so the Italians were like, no. No way. Not possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's a momentous moment. As I say, it's a little bit old news for us. Um, I filmed the reveal video. Actually, a lot of the reveal video pre-Christmas with Paul Wallace was my stunt driver. That was a, that was an interesting decision by me. Been the worst stunt you've ever I don't seen. know what I was thinking. I was like, well, to be fair, Paul actually came with me to collect the car when, yeah. I, when I won the auction, bought it. By the way, absolute legend, the previous owner. Oh, I thought you meant Paul. No. <laughs> so what are you talking is. about? I mean, Paul's a legend as well. Um, the most unassuming, nice, uh, charming, uh, time... Um, what's it called? Not time. Uh, generous with his time. Fair. Uh, and he sent me a message saying, oh, look, uh, if you want, come and collect the car from, from my house down in here. And there's a few other bits knocking around that might interest you. Nice cars. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Right? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Another collector. He's going to be like, look at my Fiesta. Um, Fiesta. <laughs> anyway, he had some cars that are like, like outrageous cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should probably actually send him a message to say like, if you ever want any of your cars filmed, <laughs> yeah. we're here ready yeah. to take them out. But um, yeah, super nice guy. Took us for lunch, and Paul Paul was my delivery driver for the day. He took me down, and we we drove Lovely. back together. And then, so when I needed some help filming some of the flybys and some of the drone stuff for the reveal video, I said to Paul, "I said, well, look, c c come and do it with me." Um, but yeah, in hindsight, it was awful weather. The car is really sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's old tires, right? Well, yeah, in general. But I think the tires are. Uh, it's going down to orders to get inspected this week. So Still we'll, on we'll find out. I haven't changed the tyres. Oh. But I, they don't feel new. <laughs> <laughs> so that could have been a big crash. I don't know what I was thinking, but my head was all over the place pre-Christmas. So I was just like, I just need to get the shots because I don't know what my next few weeks are going to be look like. So let's just get, let's just bank some content. And I put Paul in the car and I said, you, you can go in race mode. <laughs> he didn't want to. Did he not want to? No, no. He was like, I won't want to. And you know what he did? Bella, bloody bell end. <laughs> Pride and joy, I bought my dream car, couldn't have been happier in my life. He got in, I said, right, there you go, that's what you had to do. He went to start it, used the start button. What happened? Pulled the start button off. Oh, well, well hold on a minute. To be fair to Paul, I mean, that uh, doesn't sound like Paul's fault. That sounds it like 100% was Paul's fault. I've been, I've driven that car now at least 500 Twice. miles. No, 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 I've, driven, <laughs> I've done a lot of miles in that oh, car. Oh, wow. For over 500 miles already in it. Right. And the start button has never come off in my hands. Right. So I don't know what he was doing, but he was amused. I was not. <laughs> Can you imagine? What? My first day filming with it, put somebody else in it and he pulls off the starter button. Well, he sent me a video saying the engine management light had come on. Laughing. Oh, yeah. So this is one thing which I've learned. <laughs> Because this is from the moderner days. Mm -hmm. It's a cold startup thing. It's actually an ECU flash that you can, you can just get rid of it. But on cold startups, um, unless you let everything warm up, and even if you do sometimes let things warm up a bit, you just get a light. Yeah, you fair. literally, by the time you turn the car on and off, it, or, or off and on, it's it's Sort of stop the car. Yeah, yeah. They are special, them lightweight Ferraris, aren't they? They're so they special. Are just... It's very, very cool. Yeah. And so uh, I took it for its first public outing at the weekend. Yeah. Where'd you Down go? Down to Bista Heritage for one of their scramble events. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah. you've never been to one of the scrambles never been, before, no. have you? No, no. Have you ever, like, were you aware of them? Do you know that they happen? Um, not really, no. Oh, interesting. No. <laughs> so I was aware of them for right. sure. And I've always seen pictures. I, would I was never able to get there because I was always somewhere else. Like, I was always busy whenever the events were on. But You're a busy guy. 
I'm a busy man, Tony. Yeah. As are you. Uh, but this one fell in line. I thought, what a perfect way to take the challenge to Dali. The Collecting Cars boys had a stand. They said, oh, yeah, if yeah. you want to display your car in our stand, you can do it. I was like, yeah, great, because that, that's obviously where I bought the car yeah, yeah, or, or won the auction on Collecting Cars. Um, oh, my God, it was like Festival of Speed. <laughs> this thing, dude, there were thousands of people there were manufacturer stands bentley alpine singer had a whole thing going on there were two gordon murray t50s i was like tony should be here um it was <laughs> food stands and you know what i know you and i are sometimes a little bit sniffy about static car shows because mm. over the years in the uk we've been to so many that we often feel like we're seeing the same cars over and over yeah, again yeah that's what that's what they make me feel like yeah so i go for the people these days i go for the people because you're right you usually have seen the cars but yeah. I, there were so many interesting, quirky, and different cars at Scramble. I genuinely enjoyed it. Fair. I, I usually just hide out by my car and talk to my mates or, or go and find people that I know. I, I did like multiple laps of the Scramble going, well, this right. is bloody crazy. And so my mum my came and Vicky came with the baby and the dogs came as well. Um, and so I gave them a bit of a tour. Uh -huh. My mum couldn't believe it. Really? She's like, what is this? Like, like <laughs> she thought it was going to be like 50 people in a field. I had to explain to her what Mr. Heritage was. It was super impressive. Yeah, it was super, yeah. super impressive. So I'm going to definitely try and go back. Um, I think the next one's in April or something like that. But I don't know if you would enjoy it. Actually, I don't think you would enjoy it. Because nah. it's all the niche stuff. It's yeah. like, this is an Alpina Z4. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a miserable old man. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd slag everything yeah. off. There was a brown 997-911 turbo with a roof box. I saw that. that uh, Freddie TFJJ put that up. Yeah, <gasps> I saw some of the... Because he's everywhere, isn't he? That he's boy. everywhere. Literally well, everywhere. I saw him. I said, don't bloody... Break the embargo, Freddie, because <laughs> yeah. he was like posing up to take a photo of my car. I was like, hold on, Freddie. Hey, yeah, wait, wait a minute. I think he you? still broke the embargo, but anyway, Did he? Uh, I'll let him because his photos are amazing. Yeah, fair. we've got to stop shouting him out. By the way, we've got to start charging him for a shout out. Yeah, we should. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, before we move on, new segment, new feature that we're going to be doing, mm. 2024, stockwatch, stockwatch. Yeah, stockwatch. <laughs> it's quite good. That one's all right. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, essentially. We spend our lives sending each other links to cars for sale. Yeah. Whether we think, oh, that's good value, that's not good value, that's an interesting car. Most of the stuff I send you, you go, what are you thinking? Yeah, what? literally. Should we talk about the brown Panamera? Well, let's talk about the old Volvo that you sent me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was that, that was about? the 750R. I don't think I replied Mate, to that. that was before. No, a lot of you I just double-ticked you. You send me stuff which you think is a bargain. So you keep sending me 296s going, look at the value of this. Well, they are, mate, because you put a post up the other day. They're, they're the same money as F8s. If not, in some cases, less than yes. F8. That is weird. And Twitter was like, that's oh, because it's a V6. I'm no, like, it's oh, jog on. Go away. Go away. Yeah. Um, it's because everyone bought them to get Pura Sangways. <laughs> no, Correct. Another Pura Sangways. That is weird. Anyway, that's another topic. Let's come back to the whole 296 Let's. thing. And, and Romas and Ferrari values. We're but, not um, going to do that today, are we? No, I don't no, think so. We'll okay, come back fine. to that. But yeah. anyway, long story short, we do this constantly. And so what we thought we'd do is, is share some of this with you each week. Oh, no, um, you should. And just cars that we've spotted or things that we're interested in. Actually, um, this week, our first episode or first segment of Stock Stockwatch. I'm going to get watch. that wrong, aren't I? Yeah, you just, you're going to say Stockwatch. Stockwatch. <laughs> has been sponsored by our friends at Alexander's Prestige. Yeah. So shout out. Obviously, Andrew's been on the show a number of times before. We've done a few live episodes. Um, they very kindly sponsored the first uh, first segment of Stockwatch. Uh, so we jumped on, had a look, see what they had in stock at the moment. Picked out a car each. Now, for me, Cayenne Turbo GT. Yeah. <gasps> Firstly, green car. Not convinced about the gold alloys but mm -hmm. that's something that's that the way they are though right uh, no, they're like 
You could. I've seen some without gold alloys. Mm, I, most I think, of the ones I've seen have had have had goldish or bronze alloys. Actually, least. you're right. I think that's mm, the default. Yeah. But I just don't like the way it clashes with the green. Personal okay. choice. Fair. But what a car! And this is listed at circa. I think it's one forty-five. That's it. Um, it's for me of those super SUVs, those drive SUVs. I think it's the best handling one. Which is not surprising, being it's a Porsche, you know, mm. because basically, as most of you know, it's basically an RSQ8, or a, if you go up a step, it's a it's a, an Urus. But it's obviously they all have their little characteristics of how they behave, you know. So um, they all probably drive. I've not driven the KN. I've driven the other two, but I've not driven the KN. They've all probably got their different characteristics, essentially, but they're all very similar, all basically the same car. Great brakes as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And anyway, yeah, it's a green Porsche. The reason that I jumped out of it is not only the spec. I thought they were like nearly 200 grand. Well, they were 180-ish, not that long ago. And so ago. they have, uh, let's say, benefited from the recent slowdown of They've the market. They've had a correction. They've had a correction, like everything has. is great. And I think yeah. if you're in the market for that super SUV style, which I don't usually like, mm. that one I think is a pretty good price point because RSQ8 doesn't have the, the it's not got a Porsche badge of course not Eurus is another 25 30 grand maybe above for a similar for, year. For, for, yeah easily for age and mileage so that was my pick what did you what, what caught your eye so um as we talk about uh, price corrections uh, it was a Range Rover actually oh yes that P440 yeah yeah oh. yeah yeah, yeah. 80, were, 80 something 85 uh, was it 90 grand or, or something, something? Like that. Yeah, yeah for like it done done a few hundred miles and I just think Range Rovers in general now, because they've had that correction, they're good value for money again. Well, you've got a pre-face, sorry, an old shape SVR behind us. That's a 70 plate. How much is that? It's a 2021 car. Um, it's like 65 grand. That's insane, I isn't know. it? But the new ones are infinitely better. We don't know with the SV yet, because I don't think they've... But they're going to be out, 100 but... grand more than yeah. them, mate. Fair, fair, but you know, but you're right to have picked out that sport because they were 110, 115 at some point. Really, not that long, and ago. that's essentially a delivery mileage car. Absolutely, so yeah, yeah. they're starting to look like good value. Yeah, and, and obviously Alexander Prestige, they do a lot of um, SUV stuff as well. So take your pick, guys. There's Tons millions. There. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to go and check out uh, more stock from uh, Alexander Prestige, the awesome team, Andrew, and everyone else that works there, uh, you can head to Alexander's Prestige's website, which is in the link uh, in the description of this episode, whether you're listening to it or watching it. Those are our two picks. They've got plenty of other juicy stuff. So thank you to Alexander's for sponsoring the first Stock Watch. Uh, we'll be back with you next week for a few other cars we've spotted for sale online. And actually, can I can I put in actually that if there's any dealers watching that that would like to sponsor the episode in this way, perhaps get in touch as, in, sure. as in email. Yeah. Or... We weren't planning it for it to be a sponsored segment, yeah. but if you'd like to, we're open to yeah, it. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, you know, some weeks can be sponsored, some weeks can't, because we're going to want to be rude about people at times as well. You're going to go, that's overpriced, <laughs> and that wouldn't be very good if it's a sponsor. <laughs> so we'll do some weeks which maybe aren't sponsored, just to make sure that we've got, yeah. you know. Um, but anyway, there we go. Uh, let, let's move on. Tell me, mate, what did you get up to at Christmas? Because we talked about the fact that I bought a challenge for Dali. What have you been up to? Well, I didn't buy a car. That's a surprise. Usually that's your favourite thing to do at Christmas. Yeah, I do normally. I do treat myself sometimes, to be fair. Normally it's a birthday or a... Uh, a Christmas present, but not this year, mate. Times are hard, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I can, can tell only... by what you're wearing. I <laughs> <laughs> can only have salmon twice a week. 
So Salmon twice a week. <laughs> is that an old 1960s joke? Yeah, it's an old joke. Yeah, yeah, so some of the older people that get it, you won't get it. It's lost on you, like no. most things. I have some so, all the time. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> you do from Harrods. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I went on holiday. So mm. it's the only it's the only time a year really. I know I go away at different points throughout the year. Um, a lot of that's work now. Um, it's the only time I get to have a family holiday, and the only reason why I choose Christmas is because I don't really lose too much time at work. For sure. I think a lot of people do, yeah. Yeah, so it's always nice to go. And I like going away. So um, we went to Abu Dhabi. Lovely. Yeah, so um, Dubai's, Dubai and Abu Dhabi are just a, a good destination to go. Not a long flight, perfect for kids. There was nine of us that went. Hot. So um, mid to late 20s, 27, okay. 28 every yeah, day. Yeah, that's nice. So yeah, yeah. nice, not a cloud in the sky. Um, yeah, it was just genuinely nice. So we went to Abu Dhabi, stayed in the W Hotel. Which, the one in the centre of Yas Marina? Yeah, so uh, when you look at the racetrack, it's literally in the middle. Yeah, so during the Formula One race, it's always lit up. They use it the, all the lights. So yeah. the, that big building in the centre of the track, that is a hotel. Yeah, it's lit up all the time, mm-hmm. not just in Formula One. But oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool story. <Thanks>. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the reason Are why we... sponsoring this episode? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but the reason why we went there is um, all the theme parks um are all within 10 minute drive big mall um and abu dhabi is very very similar to dubai just quieter and obviously for the for the kids for the theme parks it's perfect so we went to all the theme parks went to um the water park uh, water park yeah yeah well i got a bit scared Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're, I mean, honestly, mate, I'm not a big rides person, but okay. the, the, but the kid, water parks, this is splashing around. No, no, no. Some of them some of them slides, mate. I mean, they're frightening. And, and I'm like 14 stone, so I go down there quickly. Aren't they frightening for like a six-year-old? No, my daughter's like the, the bravest kid ever. She just piles in them all. Yeah. She, she literally doesn't care. She says, Daddy, can you come? And I don't really want to go. Luckily, the, rest, the teenagers were there, so they all went on with her. But we went on this big family donut thing right sure where it was so specific the 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 guide that was putting us on was spreading the weight around the donut oh my so god where adults, did you end up <laughs> <laughs> nearly on my nearly on my head <laughs> <laughs> so they put us like a different so yeah. my brother-in-law was there so they put us all in similar parts of the thing we went down this big slope really fast completely dark and it just caught me out, mate. And I literally thought I was going to die. <laughs> like, my, honestly, like the... the I would my, have loved to have seen this. Oh, mate, the, my, the whole colour. Because I thought I was coming out. Yeah. Because I went down backwards. Sure. All the way down so to the bottom. So you thought you were going to fall out backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And then it looped back the other way and I thought I was going to fall out forward. Oh, but yeah. I wasn't expecting the forward bit. <laughs> because, I, because I couldn't see what was coming because I was going down backwards. Sure. So... I, I I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> I literally thought that's this this is this is how I die. They, it, uh, I think most people know I have a long history with going to Bali in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. And I can't. It must have been about twenty years ago. They built a water park there. Mm. And uh, let's say to maybe Indonesian safety standards. Do you like say, water parks? I love a water okay, park. Fine. Prefer a water park to a theme park. Yeah, me too. And there was like their big slide yeah yeah was like you know it sort of had multiple drops and yeah, yeah. i must have been flapping no it must have been nine or ten <laughs> maybe it was a bit older maybe i was 11 or 12 yeah off we went to the water park launched off the top mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And as I came off the first, like, you know, drop or bump in the slide, oh. I came out of the slide. Oh, that's not funny. Out of the slide. Where'd you go? <laughs> Landed back in it, thank God. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but literally about 18 months later, they had to take the slide down because somebody had come out and all the way to the bottom. I don't know if they died. Oh, wow. Yeah. So obviously you've got these other slides as well that are literally vertical. Oh, like they, oh yeah, do you stand in the thing and it releases the floor? Mate, that is... That <gasps> is the team, I did that in Dubai. That is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and you're waiting, they go, beep, beep. And it goes... And so there's drop. There's one in Dubai in the Atlantis <gasps> Hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah, one there. Done, and there's, yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one, obviously, in oh, Abu Dhabi. Wow. There's similar parks, but the, the water park in Abu Dhabi is a little bit smaller, but it's sure. quieter as well. So um, all the kids all the teenagers all the molly wasn't allowed to go on it she's too small but she went on all the rest of them yeah they literally just you stand on a plank basically and it yeah. just releases yeah and you just like <laughs> like fall to your death amazing what not, a ride what a thrill not really i love that mate it's the worst I, thing love, ever. I love a water park there's actually a video i talk about it every now and again <laughs> on my channel of me shmi seb delaney and paul wallace in the Dubai water Oh, park. I've heard this story, yeah. A vlog of five out-of-shape white guys yeah. walking around a water park. There's not a car in shop. What a video. Was it I think it's fun? got like 90k views. Yeah, perfect. God, YouTube was fun Very back good. then. And then we went to, uh, for, for the viewers that, that uh, have got kids, we went to Winter, uh, uh, no, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which sure, sure, was, sure. Uh, which you'll have to take your daughter there at some point. I'm sure. It is incredible. Okay, it's yeah. like, it's the biggest indoor theme park in the world wow it's honestly mate it's like my even i thought this is mega sure you know what i mean so um loads of rides in there spent a whole day in there as well wow and then we went to ferrari world oh and now we're talking now so i've never talking. i've never been right which is weird because like i am ferrari mr ferrari yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean you own one <laughs> yeah, I, oh, yes, I do, Tony. um what's it like what what actually happens in ferrari world well there's lots of uh roller coasters which are interesting stayed away from well there's the world's fastest isn't there yeah the one that just shoots off so again they all went on that i didn't go on it my okay. daughter wasn't allowed to go on it she would have gone happily if mm. they'd have let her but she wouldn't go on it um 
Mate, you can't believe how fast it shoots you away. Uh, I, I, do you know the stats? It's like 0 to 150 mile an hour in like two and a half seconds. It's no. like insane. How it, oh, it literally world. feels, looks faster than an aeroplane taking off. Okay, how's it? how fast is the roller coaster at Ferrari World? 0 to 240 kilometers an hour in 4.9 yeah, seconds. Unbelievable. And then it goes. That's a joke. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was fast, but that's a joke. Yes. Yeah, 150 miles an hour in 4.9 seconds. Yeah, yes. What? How? What's the Chiron? Not Chiron. that fast. <laughs> is it not that fast? No. Oh, sorry. Okay, 150 in 4.9. Oh yeah, fair. No, but it is something like 0 to 124 in six something. But yeah, 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 yeah. Chiron acceleration 0 to 124. Uh, the Chiron has 0 to 200 kilometers in 5.8. Yeah. So it's it's a second, second and a faster. bit. It's probably a second and a half faster. Yeah. Than a Chiron. And then so when, flat. When, <laughs> so once you've done that, and I love speed, obviously, yeah. but not on a roller coaster. I'm not in control. And then it goes on a really steep incline, and then a really steep decline wow. so i thought i'm not going on that but apparently the rest of it's not that bad it's just okay. that it's first that initial bit, acceleration that initial first well, the acceleration wouldn't i would have been fine with it would have been the up and down they would have done me in so see, let's see if they've got formula one car because i bet that's what it's trying to replicate right f1 well, car an f1 car don't do that speed does it acceleration but it never does naught to because of the grip it's never going to launch as quickly that's what it's going to be that initial yeah naught to 300 let's see here so they say Formula One car does 0 to 204.2 seconds. So yeah, so it's it essentially it's replicating, it's replicating it. a Formula One car. Wow. But but you'll get the instant grip because the Formula One car will just yeah spin its wheels. Yeah, so yeah, you, you yeah, would yeah. take. But still, I mean, yeah, it's similar. Yeah. But it's it, that's why I asked because obviously I've driven a Formula One car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, that sounds similar to my yeah, experience. Yeah, okay. Or when your head nearly come off and you hit the brakes. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what an experience! Still around, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So the rest of the part was mega as well. Obviously, there's lots of other different rides you could do. You do the tire change test. Yeah, very cool. We've done that. That's very, very cool. cool as well. Um, yeah, there's, there's there's just lots to do there for all shapes and sizes and sure. ages. So um, there's a bit of a museum there as well. So there's some cars on display and lots of merchandise you can buy. Um, there was an engine you can buy. You can buy an engine. That's mad. Yeah. How much? Um, what car was it for? <laughs> Actually, no, yeah. more importantly. Well, it wasn't a real engine. Challenge for Darwin. Well, I could do with a spare. <laughs> yeah, you, you could with the mileage on your car. <laughs> Well, let's go back again then, uh, pre-Christmas, because mm -hmm. I did some interesting test drives that yep. I thought we could talk about. Um, I took the GT3 in for its sort of premature service. Yeah. It had a few recalls that needed to be done. Uh, and then we obviously had that chip in the the rear glass, that yeah, rear yeah. chip. Yeah, so yeah. that was all being replaced, and I asked them just to give it sort of once over. What happened? Nothing, basically. Zero pounds, so tyres, totally fine. Yep. Brakes, totally fine. Yeah. So zero pounds, so that's... That's eight, <laughs> over 8,000 miles, a track day and multiple European tours. And, and essentially, the, what's called the wearables, the consumables, zero pounds. I mean, obviously something fell off the car and it's got a few recalls and I had to change the glass, but that's all covered under warranty. Yeah. So it's, it's cost me nothing to run that car for the year aside from fuel. fuel. Bulletproof and I'm not... I'm not I actually was quite impressed by that. I'm not surprised. I was quite impressed by that. Um, but yeah, whilst it was in getting that work done, uh, Portia Guildford lent me 
A Cayenne Hybrid. Uh-huh. The Ooh. new shape Cayenne Hybrid. Well, we've seen one of them in action. Well, yeah, so in Australia, we we sort of had a ride in one and it joined us on the sand dune day and we were like, oh, that's quite impressive. Yeah. But we were, we were also disappointed with the way it looked and we were a bit like, yeah, it's capable, but snore. Do you know what? what? I, I forgot we went in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how... Well, yeah, underwhel- like, underwhelming, yeah. So I, we did actually go in it. When they um when they lent it to me, I was like, snore a little bit because I was hoping they'd be like, here's your Dakar because I'm dropping off a GT3, like you know, give me something. Well, they haven't spicy. got they You'd have to go to Reading, mate. Yeah, you know well, that. Still pull some favors. You know, I'm a big dick customer. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a car, you know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. It's me, seen yeah. through glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> but anyway, so they lent me this car, and I was like, oh. but I I had it for 48 hours, and I had quite a lot to do with it because I was going down to. Uh, a Land Rover event in, in Somerset. Um, so I was like, you know, I'll, I'll see what's going on. And I text you being like, I'm in a bloody Cayenne, boring, boring. You done a me, didn't you? Yeah, I was like, this, literally uh, got in it fuming. Yeah, I was like, it's boring. So what is this? It's so boring. Um, but, but, but by good Lord, <laughs> what a fantastic car. Yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing is, is whilst it's not particularly sexy or exciting, and the spec was very boring. I yeah, think it yeah. was black on black. Yeah, it yeah. might have been black on cream. Or it, this was not, like, I didn't go like, wow, what a great looking car. But everything, everything, not only worked so well, mm-hmm. but genuinely made my driving experience better and easier. Right. I almost can't explain it. So let's try and go through some of the options. It had the most incredible LED lights that I've experienced to date. So right. I guess they're PDLS++++++. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did all these kind of wild tricks. So obviously, if you've driven a car with the latest light technology, mm-hmm. they all have things where they sort of dim certain areas of the lights, they not do, blind yeah. oncoming drivers, and they can be automatically high beam and low beam, and they read the road, and they turn when you turn, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But this went a level above. So when I was on the motorway, they projected a, an, an, a light box onto the road about 10 or 15 feet in front of me so that when I was driving, I always could see a sort of section of tarmac in front of me. So I could look for potholes or dead animals or I don't know what, but that was sort of brilliant. Without blinding everyone in front of you. Well, yeah, because it was dipped down. Dipped down, yeah. uh, Just onto that sort of road. So that was genius. The Porsche Inno Drive, which is their adaptive crew control, was brilliant because I got stuck in some traffic at one point and I could set it so it would manage the traffic for me. So up to 20 miles an hour, it would brake and accelerate and even keep me in the lane. Drives so on its own, yeah. Basically drives on its own in traffic, which was steering amazing. Wheel. Yeah, well, yeah, you sort of have to keep your hand on a steering right, wheel, okay, but fine. at those low speeds, it basically does it all for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just sitting there listening to a podcast kind of in my own world. Not our podcast. Uh, no, I don't actually <laughs> listen to our episodes back. Maybe I should. <laughs> not I. Maybe that would understand why we're not as big <laughs> yeah. as we want to be. Uh, but uh, massage seats, lovely. Kept, lovely. Me, kept me going for my long Perfect. journey. Perfect. It was the hi- the hybrid technology, so it could self-charge itself. Yeah. And when you're doing higher speeds, it would self-charge the battery. Porsche had that technology for a while, though, to be fair. Fair, um, yeah. but it was good. Yeah, um, yeah. What else do I have? But one of the best sound systems I've experienced, Burmeister sound system. Yeah, that kind, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Quite an expensive option, though, compared I'm to sure, both. I'm sure. Um... It was just bloody brilliant. And I got to the end being like, well, I'm going to order one of these, aren't I? Like, what a fantastic <laughs> family car. again. I, like, nothing exciting about it. Didn't drive it in sport mode. Didn't want to thrash it. Just as a car to live with, I thought, this just makes every journey effortless. Well, I, I had one as a family car. We did. You had Coupé, the car coupe. Coupé. Uh, coupe, yeah, for about mm. Mm, a year, 15 months I had it for you yeah, as, as a family car. Did you get bored? No, it is, it's a bit of a... a 
blunt instrument, mate. Like like a lot of German cars in general, you know, unless you're buying a GT car or an M car or an AMG, you know, the spicy version of the German cars. Because they're so almost, I dare say, perfect, that it takes the character away, like we said before. So they just do a job. Yeah. But that's what most people want. They just want the car to do a job. And like, that's what it does. Yeah, I, if not immaculately. Do you know what I mean? Like, like exactly. I, I've been so lucky to drive a lot of sort of, you know, family cars and daily drivers over the last 12 to 18 months. This thing, as unexciting as it was to get in, yeah. just ticked every box. So I went mad. I did a PTS spec and a Larry interior. And I think it was always coming out at around 105, 110 grand, which okay. feels qu quite a lot for a Cayenne or a daily SUV. But actually... Range Rover Sport. Yeah. Right? Actually, when you get into it, it's not. That's actually kind of right. And the most interesting thing for me was the uh, my long-term uh, i5 turned up pre-Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I've got the i5 M60, which we'll get into. We'll do a big chat about at some point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's BMW's latest, greatest EV. Fully loaded with tech. It takes selfies. It does all the sort of stupid selfies? stuff. Selfies? Yeah, From the inside mate. or outside? From the inside. Oh, I've never heard anything so ridiculous in all my life. Using the BMW app right now. Shall I try and do it? I can, I can use the parking cameras to see what's going on around my vehicle right now. I say yeah, but that vehicles. is quite clever, to be fair. But... Unbelievably clever. Do you need Sort it? of pointless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, who cares? I actually don't know how to do it. They told me I could do it. I actually don't know how to do it. If, uh, okay, well, let's find that out. For an, if you got video. if you got a message from your wife saying there's a naked woman running around the car park, you'd be on, instantly on there taking a picture. I'd figure it out straight away. Exactly. <laughs> but, but apart from that, it's useless. Well, yeah, fair. Um... But I got back into that from the Cayenne. Yeah. And I went, oh, is, this not, is this not as good somehow? Like, for example, mobile phone wireless charging. Oh, yeah. Almost all new cars have them. But whenever you use them, they seem to cook the phone, right? If you leave a phone in a wireless charging bay, you pick it up and it's red hot. Well, the, our GT3s have got it in the... What? Yeah, I've got wireless charging in my GT3. In the glove box? Yeah. But the problem is when do you I? <laughs> well, probably. I don't think I do. Oh, you've died. But so I've got it in wow. my car. Yeah. And you shut the you shut the center console. Yeah. And uh, the phone literally it doesn't work. because it gets so hot. Yeah. Literally, literally. Over cooks. Yeah. The Cayenne, it was a rapid wireless charger that literally recharged my phone in like two minutes. Yeah. Never got hot. Oh wow. So just Very little good. things like that. And the lights and the sound system and the i5 is very good and very impressive. And as I say, it, it, it deserves a bit more of a chat, but I haven't mm -hmm. even filmed it for the main channel yet. So let's let's wait, wait our time on that. But I just think that Cayenne, yeah, as I say, they smashed it. Um, they don't tend to lose a lot of money, right? No different to any other high-performance SUV or, or luxe SUV. So you compare it to a Range Rover or an X5 or a Q7 or a, a GLE, which is what they all com compete with. The, the the BMW, the Merc, and the Audi, yeah, they're all cheaper, but percentage of value, they're all similar, mate. Because you always say that Audi RS products are some of the best, have the best residuals. Yeah, after... Because there's always a rule where after three years, most cars lose about 50% of their value, the higher-end stuff. Sure. And then they slow down, roughly. Okay. So, but Audi RS cars in general are stronger than that. Mm. So M cars are the worst, obviously. But the, How's your M3? Terrible. 
but but again, that 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 happens really quickly. So normally in the first year or eighteen months, they really fall out of bed, and then they the the next eighteen months they even themselves platter back out. Yeah, yeah. So the end result is still fifty percent. It's exactly the same. Fine. Okay. So. Yeah, it's just how they get there, basically. And and it's something that we're all going to have to re-familiarise ourselves with, right? Because that's essentially what has happened and what is happening on the market. And I think a lot of people talked about this over the Christmas period. I saw a number of videos, a number of podcasts, a number of tweets and things talking about the market. And everyone found out that auto trader extension where you could track prices and people well, were blown away. 15 months too late. We've been talking about it for 15 months. Well, you, I, I you told have. you yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Who would buy that T-shirt, by the way? <laughs> we've got some behind-the-glass merch coming imminently. Should we have one which just says, I told you so? Told you. And then Tony Gravelwood car sales. Um, to be fair, you did you did try and warn everybody. But I, I think it, it takes a while for some of this stuff to trickle into the, the mass population. Of it's course. like EVs in general, right? Yeah, yeah. We saw last year people starting to step back slightly, even though more EVs were sold than ever before, at least yep. registered or whatever. Registered, yeah. Um, than ever before. There was a more public or, or uh, high-profile narrative around the struggles of, of living with an EV yep. and charging. But we'd been talking about that for, again, as you say, two years. Yeah, so yeah. it takes a while, but definitely at Christmas, I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, can you believe that 992 GT3s, for example, are cars? Suddenly now, basically back at list. It's, it's everything though, mate. So Everything's dropped. Everything. So people were like, oh my God, can you believe it? I mean, look at my challenge for Dali. I mean, thank God yeah, for the yeah, market yeah. slowed down. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> um, uh, but people just sort of, you know, uh, uh, caught wind of that as such. And so I guess now we've all got to get back into that mentality, which we have, haven't had for the last few years, which is you buy a car, it depreciates. What, what people as well, people have always got... Um, uh, they uh, loose memories, you know. They forget things. Forget, yeah. So, first of all, pre nineteen, we all used to lose money on cars, and we all had a lovely time in after COVID and twenty twenty one, where everything went up. And actually, if you think about it, you all made money on the cars that you sold in twenty twenty one. So you're all in front, and now you're just giving it back because it, now you've had the sharp fall again. You know what goes up must come down. It was always going to recorrect itself. Like I said. It started to recorrect itself late 2022, and I saw the incline from then, uh, the decline from then, all the way down to late 2023. And then, obviously, this last quarter, October, November, December, it had the really big, sharp fall. But that was always coming. That yeah. was definitely going to come. And now prices are back down to um, pre-COVID, or, yeah. or even probably a bit less. But if you take COVID out of the out of the equation, essentially, we're, we're, we're still in front because you've you've had a period of time where you've earned money on stuff, essentially, and now you're just giving it all back. And we're the same as dealers, you know. Quite a lot of dealers in the country will be fine, would have found it hard last year, um, and finding it harder now. But we all earned a fortune in. 2020 and 2021. So you're just giving a bit back. It is what it is. Yeah, I think 99% of cars below the 300 grand mark are depreciating assets. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you just got to get used to that or, or remember that and stop trying to play this game of, yeah, assuming you can get big overs for an RS3 that you ordered. So speaking about M3s, uh, BMW recently got in touch saying that they're starting to do some offers again on, on cars. Yeah. So I think you mentioned that there was a ludicrous deal on, on the new M2. Um, I had a, a good offer on a new X5M and stuff like that. Just saying like, you know, would I be interested in in anything? And um, yeah, looking at 
what could replace the FASSVR when that goes and things like that. But you start looking at it and go, okay, well, I've got to be, I've got to remember that I will lose money in all this stuff. Well, it's, so. not, it's not just that. We, you know, the manufacturers have now all caught up and we've gone back to the mentality of pre-COVID. So back to the time where, you know, main dealers have now got cars in a field and they're going to need to sell them. Yeah. So they do discounts on them. They do incentives on PCPs. But as we said before, and we need to do another episode on this as well, is that... You know, when when you buy a new car on PCP, in the last couple of years, you've managed to buy a brand new car, use it for a couple of years and not do your conkers. Now, when you buy a brand new car, you've got all the incentives. Oh, I've got 10 grand off this car. But the problem is you're not having a deal because everyone's getting 10 grand mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Your biggest problem is going to be, and it's not a problem, it'll just be what uh, it's gone back to pre-19, is that when you do a PCP deal on a new car, you can't come out of it after a year because you're going to be in negative equity. Yeah. Unless well, you put a big deposit. So and you're always going to come to the end when you go back and they also say, look, you know, we, we set you up a deal so that when you get back, you'll be able to have a couple of grand that you can roll into the next car. And then you get back and they always complete go, lie. They go, yeah, oh, sorry, mate. It's actually worth five grand less, but we'll call it evens. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You haven't got, you and know, we'll like, get you in a new one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you literally just rent a car forever for the Classic rest of your life. PCP scam. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, let's watch the space. As you say, plenty to talk about. I think this year and the start of this year, we've got lots to discuss about market. Obviously, Stock Watch is going to be a fun part for us to do each yeah, week, yeah. sponsored or not, um, to, to highlight some of these cars and some of these uh, opportunities that are out there as buyers and maybe warn you off things that could be, yeah, well, things to get out of quickly before they plummet even further. Um, But just quickly, another uh, test drive which I had uh, prior to Christmas, quite a weird one, Defender 130. Defender, oh, that's like the extended. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the event that I was going to in Somerset. It was the 130. So they do a seven-seater and then a Mm -hmm. five-seater. I'm not certain for this country makes a lot of sense. I mean, somebody lives near me has got one. I'm like, how do you even park that thing? I don't know why you'd want a five-seater one. So that's the, not the Outback, Outlander? Outlander edition? Yeah, but why would you want a five-seat 130? What's wrong with a 110? Because bigger boot. Right. It's for the explorer, the adventurer, someone who's got a lot of stuff to carry around and doesn't want the rear seats, wants a big boot. Because right. we've always said defenders are slightly flawed by their boot size, the latest new one. Uh, especially the 90. Especially the 90. The 90 for sure. Um, 110's better, mate, to better, be fair. Better, but, 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 you know, if you've got a couple of kids or you're someone who, I say, needs to load it up with bicycles or whatever, you know, I can see why you would justify the face. Fundamentally, that's a car not for this market, right? That's a, an American and, and a UAE car, Pro- I, th- I think. Probably. Mm, yeah, probably, because... They've got the discovery. Well, yes. Okay, well, that of course, that's the big interesting thing is where you pitch the two. But, but Defender as a brand is is supposed it says more. It says yeah. more about you. It, it attracts a different person. All I would say is, on the road, it didn't feel that massive. Uh, fair, but but that's the, always the trick with modern cars because mm. I get people come here and obviously upgrading their cars and they go, you know, the old car is smaller than the new ones, and especially the. The, the ladies or the not-so-confident men drivers, they go, um, oh, it's really big, isn't it? It's not for... But actually, when you get in these modern cars, they, they seem to just shrink around yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, fine. It's very clever. <laughs> One thing is that I drove the V8 version. Yeah. <laughs> Might shrink around me. 
doesn't move very fast. <laughs> no, it weighs about seven tons. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, yeah. that that's definitely not a UK car because that must have done about four mpg. It was quite fun to drive. It was hurtling along in the rain. It's while while we're on the subject of really big SUVs, you know what I saw in Dubai? Oh, go on. New Land Cruiser. <gasps> but wait, the new retro-styled one or the new... I think it was just one. the new Yeah, because they got. Cruiser. I think there's two. There's a, there's a one which like looks like a carry-on from the previous shape, and then there's one which is kind of a retro-styled one. Yeah, I think it was just a bit... looked lovely. Oh, nice mate. big screens in it. I've signed up for information about that car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really? Yeah, because <laughs> I thought... Oh, I, I mean, I don't know what I thought. It's a but, big chimney. I, uh, it come June, I lose the SVR, F-Pace SVR, and the i5. Yeah. So things are going to have to happen, Tony. What so else just, have you signed up to? New KN you're going to buy? New KN, but but I'm not going to buy it. Like, okay. if, if I suddenly, like, hey, if next week we're sponsored by, where did you say, W Hotels, yeah. there'll be a Cayenne on all. Have they got a few quid? That's oh, Marriott. Oh, yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get involved then. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Um, but yeah, I, I could never justify ordering a new Cayenne. I could, that's too rich. So, but you know, I just, you know. No, it's not, mate. You got some money. No, mate, mate. On. A, a 110 grand Cayenne. That is just, you're just putting your middle fingers up to the world, aren't you? Like, yeah, I'm so rich. It's we do that anyway. Brand though. new SUV for 110 grand. It's yeah. going to lose half its money in two years. Yeah, off camera, it's what you do. Just put your fingers up to everyone. What, just drive around like Mr. Bean? Yeah, it's like a little like that, yeah. Oh, well, I promise you I don't. Uh, anyway, let's wait and see. So that's going to be very interesting. Springtime, there'll be plenty of tire kicking going on. I'm sure you're all going to love that. Loves it. Uh, but anyway, that brings that brings an end to our first episode of 2024. We are very glad to be back. We are. Um, and it's been fun doing it here uh, in your new handover. But I'm sorry if it's been a little bit echoey. I think we've done well to, to limit that slightly. We'll be back in the studio next week and as i say a reminder mm -hmm. audio only versions will be going live either tuesday or wednesday so a day or two early extended versions and then the name the main episode as per normal will go live on thursday at two uh, midday oh god <laughs> what's happened to you i don't know <laughs> melted at the end <laughs> um only other things that we need to mention live events we will be back this year with some more live events we uh -huh. want to basically do what we did a couple of years ago and go far and wide yeah um because of the da baby and various other commitments last year we sort of crammed all of our shows into the last few months and we did australia we did. and stuff like that so so this year we want to get back to getting out there uh kind of coming to see more of you so all around the uk uh we want to get to northern ireland maybe ireland ireland scotland we would do a show in Europe if we can figure Why out not? where Mainland. it would make most sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so long story short, if you have a venue, uh, a, a business, a dealership, whatever, that you think could host a Behind the Glass Live, you'd be interested in hosting a Behind the Glass Live, please get in touch. BTG at seenthroughglass.com. Essentially, you need a large car park uh, and the ability to to seat a load of people inside. And coffee. Um, and co yeah, coffee. <laughs> uh, don't, don't forget the coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we've, we've already got a few venues lined up. We're going to be making some announcements about the initial shows probably towards the end of the month. So uh, yeah, mm. don't worry, you'll have plenty of notice. And there are a few other slightly exciting announcements that oh. are going to be coming yeah, in the next few weeks. So long story short, we're happy to be back and we've got lots to tell you. It's going to be a huge year. Come along for the ride. Please join us. Lots of exciting integrations ahead but even now, i'm excited and I, and I don't get excited about anything you don't get excited about anything, anything he's no. a moody guy i'm a moody <laughs> sod <laughs> uh, anyway uh, if you want to follow tony in the meantime he's at tony gravelwood car sales you can see some of his stock like the stunning range of sport svr that is behind us today if you want to follow me i'm at seen through glass if you want to follow this podcast don't forget we are on instagram and tiktok uh, on instagram it's behind the glass 
underscore underscore podcast. Double underscore, just for, just for you know, impact. Clarity. Clarity. Anyway, we'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 